It's a film with three brains. 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 ultimate soldier. It doesn't get happy, it doesn't get sad, it doesn't laugh at your jokes. It is quite simply Jen. the most sophisticated robot on Earth. Tonic. At Nova Robotics, the future is in good hands. You do real good. Just keep working on those last two bars. Thanks to Dr. Newton Crosby. Wow! Number five is alive. Welcome to my planet. More input. More input. Number five is alive. Nice software. How it happens, who knows, but it has happened. A new comedy adventure from John Badham, the director of War Games. They're gonna be after you, we gotta get out of here now. Ali Sheedy, Steve Gutenberg, and number five. Beautiful. Short Circuit. I am alive. Welcome to the film with three brains. It's <laughs> Sam in San Francisco. And this is Sean in Chicago. And this is Cohen. Los Locos kick your ass. Los Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. <laughs> in Maplewood. Why? Yeah, that's not even this movie. <laughs> it's not, but it's the sequel. We're never going to talk about the sequel. Well, I'm going to talk about the sequel right now because we're talking about Short Circuit, and, <laughs> which is a movie I remember seeing in the theater and liking, but apparently I didn't remember just about 100% of it. And the only scenes I remembered were actually from the sequel. And I was so glad that it wasn't that. Because I was like, when do these robots start all acting even dumber? And that's what I was remembering was seeing, seeing the Short Circuit se- 2. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, wait, there's five of them. How could, where, you know, and then it didn't, yeah, all the stupid stuff I remembered didn't keep happening. Yeah. So I was thankful for that. <laughs> this, I think it was the only the second time I've actually seen this movie. I think it's me too. That's I think weird. I, probably my third theater rental now. Weird. Because yeah. I saw it, Cohen, I saw it at your house. Yeah, that'd be the rental. That's the rental. <laughs> so 87 ish. You saw it on Betamax. <laughs> yes. Boom. The superior format. <laughs> Just poor marketing, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, what else? Did, yeah. What else? Do you think? Short circuit. Uh, real quick for people who don't know. I mean, everybody probably knows, but it's the story of a robot that is built for disaster for a, a military weapon that gets struck by lightning uh, and becomes uh, aware. Uh, alive um, escapes uh, meets Ali Sheedy who conveniently has a truck big enough for the thing to fit in the back of <laughs> yeah. they use the hell out of that truck too yeah, yeah. they do I was like what luck that these two com- the company that builds it has a truck that that's just the size for that robot <laughs> and anyway I'm um, off, off off target here um yeah. Anyway, the the robot decides he's alive, doesn't want to go back to the to the company, and uh, Steve Gutenberg is the the uh, nerdy guy who invented it, who who has to be convinced that that, that uh, number five is alive, and uh, of course he's single, and so is Ali Sheedy, so that works out too. Yeah. Um, this this movie is like. Like so many like perfect eighties tropes all wrapped up <laughs> into one little I don't know. It's it's for ten year olds. It's 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 everything for <laughs> That's why we liked it then, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mind it. it, it there's it has some problems, but it, I thought <laughs> you know, of all movies, ten year olds could have watched this is st- this is still totally passable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not without its charms. What'd you guys think? <laughs> Sean? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it is cute. It's very cute. And, and I think I was thinking about what I liked about it. And at first I was like, oh, it's, yeah, it's this um, weird, you know, person that's making the voice. 
who was the puppeteer guy, mm-hmm. uh, Tim Blaney. And by the end, I was like, you know, if it wasn't for Tim Blaney, I don't know if this, this would be worthwhile at all. Like, it sort of sold me on the whole, like, cuteness of it. Something about yeah. his performance. Like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this. It's kind of annoying. And But I don't know. I, it, it grew on me by the end. But if not for that, it's it's unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Well, wow. I mean, just just from the fact that not I'm I'm being too harsh. I'm it's there's nothing there to really kind of navigate the whole thing because yeah, if you don't like Ali Sheedy, I'm not. I, I mean, I, I like her in War Games. She's she's not the same. You know, she doesn't has doesn't have the same charm in this one. Yeah. Um, Gutenberg. I don't think she can do a good job acting happy. Happy. Mm, maybe that's it. When she's supposed to be happy, excited, like she kind of seems false. When she's angry or unhappy, mm-hmm. she seems real. It's it struck me as that's I was a good watching point. it. Yeah. And Gutenberg too, like I think he's just miscast because Yeah, he's very I, miscast. I, I think. think some uh who's the actor that plays plays uh the the head of the 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 um Nova Austin. Labs. Austin Pendleton? Yeah. Or, is that his name? Um, yeah. yeah. Austin Pendleton, whatever his name is. Um, he was speaking about the movie, and he, he thought of it, apparently it was pretty different when in in the writing, or, you know, the, the characters were written differently until they changed the cast. Hmm. Uh, I wish I could remember who they had first, but um, well, not, well, not like Bronson. Well, uh, right. From what I understand, Bronson Pinchot was supposed to play Ben. Right. And they, you know, it was written as a Caucasian character, but once he was involved, they thought maybe it'd be funny if he did some sort of stupid voice. Yeah, they mentioned something about Beverly Hills Cop like there. Right. Well, because he does in Beverly Hills Cop. And then, of course, the sitcom. The uh, Is that what they were talking about? Because he wasn't in... Ah, uh, yeah, whatever. He's yeah. in Beverly Hills Cop, and he has, oh, like sure, a, sure. He has a no, weird he's... accent. Yeah. And that's, yeah, and then, totally he's... ad-lib scene with and then, Murphy. And, and then, uh, what the hell's the... I can't think of this. Perfect sitcom. Strangers? Yeah, Perfect Strangers. There we go. Mm-hmm. Belky. Yeah. Belky. <laughs> right. So for people who don't remember, Bronson Pinchot is Belky. Yeah. Not that I don't know. Maybe a lot of people don't even remember Perfect Strangers. Probably not. <laughs> but he, so he was saying that, that the the original intent was more, uh, I, I don't know what he said. He said it was like a beautiful film, which I think still seems like a stretch. But oh yeah, they cast these two people to be sort of, you know... Well, they're just like, you know, they're fine. They're charming. They're nice, but there's not... Well, the the real miscasting of Gutenberg makes sense because he's supposed to be an awkward, introverted guy. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you've you know, if you ever met Steve Gutenberg, he's like the opposite of that. <laughs> right. And it comes across on screen. Like, he doesn't seem no. to have any problem meeting new people or dealing with right. new situations or understanding, you know, like he's supposed to... He should have been like a <clears throat> sort of a... The one able to understand... Johnny Five the best because he was, you know, mm-hmm. the most like unfamiliar with, with society, you know, with regular society or dating or stuff like that. You're like, that's what he's supposed to be. That's what yeah. he's written as. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come across, doesn't come across that way. Yeah. So that's one issue. But I mean, yeah, I think that like the main humor is from the robot being, you know, being able to do tricks and, Sure. Be funny. Well, and that and it. then Fisher Stevens goofball shtick, right. which which sometimes that was was, was, <laughs> was amusing, but just like still kind of cringy, you know. Yeah, and it you know it 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 really felt like after watching it, I was like, you know what? Somewhere, someone got it in their head that that joke where they say, "Where are you from?" He says Bakersfield. And they said, "No, originally he says, oh Pittsburgh." Mm-hmm. Like that joke. I swear it was like an earwig in, in someone's, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, it got stuck in their head and mm-hmm. they decided it was like the funniest thing in the world and they were gonna fucking make it work no matter who the actor was. <laughs> and so Fisher Stevens comes on board and they're like, can you do some kind of funny fucking accent? He's like, oh, I guess I'm going to try an Indian accent. I don't know. And they're like, yes, do that so we can tell this one damn joke, you know? Yeah. Because otherwise he doesn't have to, like, he could just be... A, a, an odd introverted nerd type who doesn't understand the world and his yeah. lines would hardly have to change at all. Exactly. 
you know, but instead someone decided this fucking Pittsburgh joke, (laughs) (laughs) you know, was so important. They're going to, that, that the character had to be this sort of like, you know, this Fez like, you know, from that 70s Mm -hmm. show, uh, you know, nebulous foreign character with a funny accent. And of course, I mean, the way Fisher Stevens play is totally Indian. The accent is although, you know, but Anyway, that was just sort of my take on it. Because some of the stuff he says is funny. If you think of it, if you t- remove the Indian accent from it, right. and just here's a socially awkward nerd type robotics guy, it's it's funny. <laughs> yeah, the, the joke that I thought was, was funny when I was eleven or whatever it still is my favorite joke today. Which is which the, one? You know, like <laughs> oh, he's gonna melt a bus full of nuns. You want to write the headline for that one? <laughs> Nun soup, right? Nun soup. That's great. He's t- you know the, the delivery is good and yeah not has nothing to do with the accent or anything it's just right so it didn't that, have to, but... it didn't have to be that way it's just like yeah. some producer of this film just got it in their head that this is how it needed to be you know right and right. Be, and, and it... I was gonna say beyond that um, I also like Austin Pendleton a lot yeah the actor mm-hmm. I love that guy yeah I love him in this I love his performance I I wish there was more of him. I think he's great. Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, play devil's advocate to your uh, your joke uh, thing. <laughs> in the, in the, so to me, I, I was like, okay, this is the 80s. So cultural sensitivity about accents, foreign people, all that really didn't exist. <laughs> yeah. and, and the idea of a nerd, I think at that time, though, was also, I think by that time, the Asian or Indian foreign student being a nerd stereotype already existed. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it played into that. Mm-hmm. But then it threw you back, like made you made you stop a second and be like, oh, wait, he's just an American. He's not, you know, like it put you into one mindset, especially in the 80s, like here's this super nerd from another country mm-hmm. first and then all of a sudden he's like he's like oh, i'm from bakersfield oh no originally oh pittsburgh like oh no like to me that's like you know what don't you know it was like saying for a, a split second there in a humorous way don't be so judgmental <laughs> you know yeah assumptive maybe i'm putting today's sensibilities into that joke but but that to me was like what it's come from, you know. Is but then why does he have that accent? Well, you know, I can tell you that Vivian had to do speech therapy because she was speaking with a German accent when she started grade school, because <laughs> her mom is an immigrant from Germany. Yeah. So you know, I think that there's plenty of opportunities to not. You know, I, I mean, you're right. The accent was absurd. And <laughs> I'm just kind of making right. an answer. <laughs> but right. at the same time, no, it, it, was, it was. But also 99 times out of 100, a child's accent comes from their environment, not their parents, if they're right. different. If they're different. So the, the other thing, though, the, your, your point is you have this accent that is used for one joke for the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. And do you really need to do it? Right. And to to my reply to that is is the that the um the Quentin Tarantino movie the uh, what was it Hateful 8 where they mm-hmm. where they're in World War 2 uh, no, no you're talking no, no you're talking about Wait, are he's you talking so, about uh, the hateful eight in the cabin and the snow everywhere? No, no, no talk, not that. No, much. he's. Oh. You're talking about uh, the Brad Pitt one. The, oh, yeah, Inglorious Nazis, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, that whole movie's done so that that guy can raise his hand and put up the three fingers the mm-hmm. way Americans do sure. instead of the way Germans do. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, he milks the hell out of that. But but I think that is good. I think I like that so, because that's a perfect example of something that you wouldn't think would mess you up. You know, he's got, he's a master. He can speak three languages and he can speak in, you know, I don't know. Are you, are you saying that that was, that was too much? Like they, they forced that in there? Cause I could say the could whole movie was then. made to go right. Oh, the to entire that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best part of the movie. In my book. He, uh, that's the, his idea. I, yeah, I yeah. am. 
I have not seen a, a an interview or anything, but I'm, I'm sure if, if you could. Oh, you're saying that 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 I that core idea is what spawned mm-hmm. the whole movie. Yep. Yeah. Like Quentin Tarantino's like, wouldn't it be funny? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone dies. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean. And, Somewhere there, someone had this joke, and they're like, I'm going to work this in here no matter what we do, no matter what <laughs> actor, no matter what, this is going to be the joke. You know? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll have a counterpoint on your counterpoint. So <laughs> I think <laughs> that, well, what, what bothers me is not the fact that he's basically in brown face, which he had to put in some darker makeup. He, he has brown hair. He had to put in contacts to have brown eyes. Do they really do all that? Yeah. Yeah. That's they really so that. lame. Um, he talked to Aziz Ansari about it re- more recently and, and they kind of hashed out what was acceptable and what was, you know, he wouldn't, have, obviously he wouldn't have done, he wouldn't do that today. And right. he, re- he, he looks, he cringes at it, but that's not what, I mean, I should, I, of course it bothers me a little bit, but you know, in the, in the world of movies, we just, you know, we take things as they come and humor is humor and all that stuff. It's the fact that every single euphemism he has to mess up. Like not e- things that aren't even euphemisms. He'll just mess up words. <laughs> like, oh, I can't remember the one, one word. He just messes up a, 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 non, a, a normal word. As a scientist, he, w- he would know what that word is. Yeah. It's not like, yes. you know, Pete of sake, sake of Pete, that's fine. He's going to mess up the euphemisms and the weird expressions yeah. that we use. But it was like every single thing he has said had to have some weird mm-hmm. bit to it. So I was like, all right, well, you know, that's why I prefer like the nun soup. Like, if you're just going to be funny, <laughs> great. <laughs> But after a while, it's just distracting. I'm like, what are you trying to say? That's, you know? that, is a, that is a good joke. <laughs> Still works. I like the, 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 from a writing standpoint, they gave them all different senses of humor. Like, yeah. like Austin mm. Pendleton's funny. Yeah. In, in a totally different way mm-hmm. than, than Ben was, than Steve Gutenberg was, and then also the robot, which mm-hmm. I kind of felt like, a good third of my sense of humor is based on the robot <laughs> and the way he looks at the world. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe <It> more. <laughs> I think, I well, think it's totally, it's so fucking eighties and so juvenile that the villain's name is Scroder. Yes. <laughs> Scroder. I mean, come on. It's so stupid. Uh, yeah well and scroder too just seemed like a like he was like pulled out of uh private benjamin or something like sure oh well he's he's, typecast he he yeah he's the villain in police academy he's police academy plays a cop mannequin he plays a security guard right he plays you know he's always playing a cop even like that Whoopi goldberg movie he's a he's a cop in that you know (laughs) he's typecast he's good at it you know that's what you want yeah, it's just annoying in this one. Yeah. Like yeah. It wasn't like the whistle. The <laughs> yeah, he has to have a bullhorn or whistle in everything he does. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, I mean, the, the IMDb says that just to wrap up the the whole uh, Fisher Stevens being an Indian act uh, character, he somewhere it said that he spent five weeks in India. I was like, what the hell? Right. Yeah, prepared for the role, right? And even more surprising that that a lot of people in India mistook him for a Bollywood actor who who had a big hit in like '85. He's like the spitting <laughs> image of him. Yeah, and I don't know if they just saw the picture and mistook him, or they actually watched because you know the accent d- does seem like it'd be easy to say, oh, that doesn't, that's not, that's not right, you know. But either way, like <laughs> the cultural appropriation was successful. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. And, he, and yeah, as far as what he does, he's, he's not bad. He's just, you know. All right. What up? But but there's a lot more to this movie than just him. And and he, and he like, trails off. He just kind of disappears toward the end. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I, I Just sort of on a, a painting with broad strokes, this movie felt very short. Like It's fast. The story I mean, is practically non-existent. The plot, I mean, there's mm, yeah. so little to it. Yep. When it was over, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> that was short." <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that was 
It was quick. <laughs> it's very yeah. local too. It's like, hey, the you know the robot factory is like a few blocks from where this lady lives, and then they drive up, <laughs> they drive a couple miles into the farmland and hills. Yeah, and that's it. Like very localized adventure. Mm-hmm. It, it, I don't think they'd make it the same. Yeah, shot in and around Astoria, Oregon. Yeah, just like the Goonies. And Kindergarten Cop. And Kindergarten Cop. All right. right. The real classic. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't done that one yet. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't haven't had many Arnold movies. Have we had? Yeah. How many? We we had Twins, Twins. our inaugural film. Oh, geez. Is that it? I think that's it. Should I pick an Arnold movie? Oh, no, Predator. Sorry, Predator. Predator. Yeah, wait. There we go. Yeah. Of course. Well, in that case, we're good. <laughs> yeah, there's I know there's a lot of matte paintings they use. Yeah, did you notice that? I mean, there's mm-hmm. like, and in weird places like the the bridge and this and the sunrise. It's like, well, yeah. one, there's no way the sun would rise in Oregon near the ocean. You know, come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> And then, like toward yeah, when they have that their big night, when they decide they figure out how they tell a joke, and that was that's the that's the litmus test. Like, oh, <laughs> what a spontaneous emotional response? Yeah, <laughs> like that. That there's like a, uh, a wide view of of the where they're camping, and it's just like it looks like Mars or something. I'm like, what? Where the where is that rock? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that look cool. I, I would have liked Steve Gutenberg because he is supposed to be a, a nerdy computer scientist to at least like know like the Turing test or yeah exactly any you know like go through like like bring the audience in on something you know like what his thought process is like right. how he's going to get convinced of this any of that would have add a little bit of depth but if you agree from the get go that this movie is for ten year olds. <laughs> then you don't have to. Well, even ten-year-olds would agree that that's not a good joke. Like, come on, <laughs> what? I like that joke. I mean, it's fine, but that robot has no sense of humor. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Is it a good joke? God will just wait. Which joke God are we talking about? What he wants the joke. He, the joke that Newton tells the robot to see if he laughs and gets it. I don't remember what right? it was. Yeah, the, it's like a, a pr- priest and a rabbi and a something. Yeah, the, I can't remember who the third one is. And they're, well, they're, third one's a rabbi. Yeah, it's like a pr- and priest. They're golfing and golfing. What? Yeah. No, no, no. It's, there's a circle and the you throw up the money and whatever lands in the circle, that goes to, to we give that to God. And he's like, no, no. The other guy's like, no, if whatever lands outside the circle, we give to God. And then the rabbi's like, no, we throw it all up. And, I mean, he doesn't... Gutenberg oh. doesn't make a voice or anything. He says it's real straight. Like the rabbi says, they throw it up in the air, and whatever and God keeps whatever. He, well, I can't. Even, I mess it up too. What the right. hell are you saying? Yeah, God will take whatever he wants or something. Like yeah, that. God keeps and we keep wants. what falls back to the ground. That's a good joke. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> I, have I mean, you know, it's it's all right. But yeah, I like what you said before. Like, why doesn't he know? Alan Turing or any of that stuff because yeah. if this was a serious movie we would be talking about the stuff we would be talking about now which is AI and sentience and all that stuff and, and he's got a sense of humor alright but he's had a sense of humor the whole movie yeah everyone gets you know? on board pretty quick it's a weird shift there especially Ali Sheedy she's like oh he's live yeah, I'm she, 100% she's... in on this I buy yeah. it <laughs> Once I know he's not I'm an down. alien. <laughs> right. <laughs> Are you like, is is this a suit you're wearing? You're a tiny alien? It takes her a long time to figure out. It's not, it's just a robot. Yeah. I thought that was a cute twist. Have her, yeah. have her think he was uh, an alien. You know, from I did, I did it like in the first scene when he, it's like E.T. and she discovers him with the weird lights in her truck. But yeah. then when he's bopping around at her house, she's still going on about, you know, here's earth and, you know. And then it's not until she sees the Nova Laboratories sticker or whatever it is that she's yeah. like, "Oh, you're a robot." Oh. But you're right. It does. It does like give her 
uh, impetus to be excited about it. Like, and then she's like, oh, well, but you're a nice robot. You know, she's, she gradually sort of warms to him, but she, yeah, she definitely is, is in on that. Like he's alive. He's a real, he's a person. I think she says, right. Yeah. So, but I guess that, I mean, you could explain that with like, oh, she likes, she likes animals. She thinks everybody should have a, you know, a good life, including a, a robot. And, you know, and a nice substitute for my shitty boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he can dance and he likes, you know, he tries to make me breakfast even though he destroys everything. <laughs> yeah. Her real previous boyfriend was also very stereotypic 80s. So bad. Yeah. And there was even a bar fight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, here's your table. Um, yeah. Classic. Classic. <laughs> hmm. But it did make a lot of money, people. Everybody saw this movie, right? Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but... Only just once. <laughs> <laughs> it, it started at number one in the box office? Possibly. There's some discrepancy on that, but... It ended up uh, making $40 million on a $15 million budget. That's pretty good. Success. That's pretty good. 10% of the budget was just making the robot. Mm-hmm. Man. And it inspired Wally. Yeah. Nice. Did you think, when you guys first saw Wally, did you think about Oh yeah. Short Circuit? I did. Yeah. Definitely. How can you not? Well, only the appearance. The otherwise, yeah. there's. Right. The the eyes and the, and the yeah. track for feet or whatever, you know? Yep. Indeed. But Wally doesn't really have to say anything. Like yeah. without without the voice of Johnny Five, you know. I did. I, I found know. myself wondering. I, I couldn't help but think about um, Aladdin when I was watching this. Aladdin. You tell. Yeah, I was thinking about Robin Williams as Aladdin, and I was thinking about. Some of the scenes in Short Circuit where he's sort of riffing on the TV stuff and the movies and he's doing impressions and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I just wondered if, you know, you know, they went with the puppeteer and he was fine. He was pretty good. Um, but I, th- I found myself wondering if they had cast someone like Robin Williams, perhaps with some, you know, uh, modulation and shit or whatever. Or maybe not. I don't know. Just letting him sort of someone like that kind of go and do their thing. Would what would that have been like? Mm. I'm not saying it would have been better or worse or whatever. I'm just wondering. I'm just curious. Like if they had cast a, a, a you know like a quick thinking comedian, someone who does imp- uh, improv really well or impressions or whatever. You know. Yeah. Back in those days, it'd been like Rich Little or something. Or Rob Williams. You know. Or Rob Williams. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I was just wondering, like, would that have been an interesting take on it? Would that have been good? I don't know. Well, the whole thing is, well, they didn't plan on it. They, Tim Blaney was the puppeteer and they used his Mm -hmm. voice as a, as a placeholder. And then they had done so many rehearsals and everything. People were just so used to his voice, you know, they couldn't, couldn't get away from it. Yeah. That I get. Which is a really good way to get voiceover jobs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's it's both. The, it, it's a it's weird. It's like it's a flaw, and also it's it's helpful to the movie because yeah, I've said this earlier. Like I I feel like yeah, because at first I was like, okay, so the other robots one through four all sound like um, uh, what's. The guys from uh, Battlestar Galactica. Cylons? Cylons. Cylons. You know, the original Cylons. Or actually all of them. You know, this the very Mm -hmm. robotic voice. He gets hit by lightning. Suddenly he has a personality and a voice and everything. You know, like... I mean, I'm not... You know, there's so much to nitpick in this movie. That's This is not a huge deal. But (laughs) I also... But it made me think, like, well, that is somehow, you know tied to his his uh humanity or whatever his his you know his sentience and his 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 being alive mm-hmm. is is very much about his voice and his 
his person, the personality of his voice. Yeah. And it's, and also what I was, you know, I was thinking about like how he could perfectly imitate the TV and change this, but then he was doing John Wayne and he just yeah. sounded like the robot doing John Wayne. <laughs> right. So like, Oh, uh, maybe you should have changed or maybe that was a copyright thing. They couldn't, I don't know. They had to make some choices there. It's it's a little tricky, but mm-hmm. once you go with it, that this is the robot. He's cute and and funny and friendly. You gotta you gotta ride that thing, yeah. for better or worse. Yeah, I think the way the robot, the Johnny Five says nyak nyak nyak, <laughs> is actually the way Vivian says nyak nyak. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make. I watched it without her, but I had to when she came home. I'm like, hey, you need to watch this part. She's like, I used to watch this movie all the time. I love this movie. And then, then, it, then it was the very end. And the yeah. robot, you know, when they're like, we're going to go to Montana or whatever. And he's like, nyak, nyak, nyak. <laughs> I, I, because you love to pick things apart, I find it highly unlikely that they would actually have a van filled with so many extra parts yeah. at a place where the robots aren't allowed to even leave the compound. Yeah, and the very point. end, the, the little ruse that he has at the end of, of jumping out of the van and, and mm-hmm. flying top speed and then, you know, getting shot by a, a helicopter. It's, it's clever that they, he says, Banzai! And he ju- as he's jumping out, because I rewound that part. I was like, wait a minute. He couldn't have built himself. Like he wouldn't like, because after that point, there's no, he didn't say a word. He just, you know, is zooming through the countryside. Mm-hmm. And apparently that Banzai was him under the truck <laughs> yes saying that so that's that's a ruse on the audience as well because we don't know it's not him of you course. know that's yeah. what makes it i so forgot much that fun. part yeah yeah i mean and also the smuggler compartment underneath the truck uh right is millennium Falcon. <laughs> right and mm-hmm. clearly a direct reference yeah. Well, also, except in like, a movie, like, you can see the road through the smuggler compartment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the very beginning, when they show the flower and the robot runs it over, I mean, what did you guys think of when you saw that? Terminator? You oh, know? that's. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Did the flower crunch, though? No, it, didn't, or, uh, it wasn't satisfying. <laughs> no. They didn't obliterate it, Becca's. Yeah. And he gets very nimble and accomplished with that laser as the movie mm-hmm. progresses. Oh, and the sound of the laser. Uh, that one I, I picked up on. Yeah. Yeah. So, sounds like the Ghostbusters proton packs powering up. Yep. So the laser thing actually annoyed me because it's like these other robots all miss. Like, come on. Like, it's yeah. it's a laser. Um, <laughs> it's a freaking laser. <laughs> Attached to their shoulder. Uh, uh, yeah, well, they're not alive, so they don't have good aim. That's right, how it right. works. I don't know if you heard. Just, yeah, like stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah, like stormtroopers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and in the demonstration, those lasers d- obliterate tanks. And, right, you know, <laughs> yes. And then he's like burning the bill off of that his boyfriend's cap. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, look at that. It's adjustable. So <laughs> it's adjustable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I that's fine. But... When he reprograms all of those robots to do the Three Stooges, and Gutenberg's just sitting there, like, smiling, like, oh, look at how cool this is. Wouldn't you think that anybody that saw that would be like, whoa, we've got something amazing on our hands. Yeah. This robot is incredible. Like, how well, the also, hell would where did he? where did he learn to reprogram the robots? Just because yeah. he's alive doesn't mean he's a robotics genius. Right. He read everything. <laughs> did he? Ali Sheedy had like a whole book on programming robots in her, along with her encyclopedias and everything right. else. Oh, oh, she yeah. failed to mention it, but she did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was her her hobby. She moonlights as a roboticist, yes. a robotics engineer, <laughs> yeah. whatever you call it. I think roboticist. Yeah, I don't roboticist. Know if it's a real word, but it should be. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, I want to tell people. I'm a roboticist. <laughs> in my spare time. <laughs> yeah. I'm an amateur roboticist. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's weird like jumps in time because you know, he's at normal speed mo- doing most of most things and he can hop, which is he never does later in the movie except when he sees the grasshopper. Mm-hmm. Um but 
but like which he, looks really cheesy. Yeah, it does not the best best effect. Um, but when he takes apart a car in seconds, you know, because he's off well, camera had for this, a few seconds. That was perfect. Yeah, was it? Yeah, because it had to set you up that he could also build a fake of himself in seconds. Mm, yeah. So that at the end. Yeah. Sure. So when we see the truck rumbling back and forth. For like, oh, sure. Okay. Going. Yeah. He's doing something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing weighed 250 pounds. That's a heavy robot. Yeah. They, I mean, it was nice of them to design the, the off button right in the on the panel because he, he used that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can, it's, I remember like going to school and people talking about this movie. Do you remember that? I think before I saw, I saw it, I heard everyone talking about it. That's probably my first memory. Like, you know, Jim talking about, Hey, laser lips, your mama was a snowblower, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> 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 and I was like, Oh, you gotta see this movie. And then I saw it. And I was like, yeah, it's fun. You know, it's, when you're a kid, it is fun, and it's it's exactly what you want from a movie when you're a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So is it so is it fair to call it a a failure? Not a failure, but I mean, what? Or are we just saying it's good when you're? It's not a failure. Not it's a failure. Not a failure. I just think it's yeah. It's it's great for ten to twelve year olds in nineteen eighty six. I think it's probably still pretty great for 10 yeah, olds right probably, now. That's probably true. There's yes. a couple jokes that I kind of winced at. Yeah. But I think when you're 10, you wouldn't even know nah. or catch them anyway. Yeah. But, but yeah, otherwise, there's nothing. It's 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 immature, but it's... And there's nothing... I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that kids are watching that's way worse than this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, this might be the, you know, the movie ba- uh, that we've, the one movie we reviewed where it's actually better for kids. Like, you, if if my kid or a kid, <laughs> my niece or something was like uh, watching Howard the Duck, I'd be like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you throw on uh, Short Circuit? This is good. It's innocuous. It's yeah. It's a fun. It's, that, it's, well, that's what yeah. I think is you know, and that's always one of my gripes is that I think there's there's a there's a dearth of innocuous material for kids these days, like because they're mm-hmm. I think the you know like everyone I know who has kids is like if they're if they're you know if they're ten year olds reading Harry Potter then the six year olds reading Harry Potter you know mm-hmm. or, you know or listening to it, like wants to like or watching it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're kind of missing out on this innocuous humor that I think is, I don't know, part of the fun of growing up. Like, mm. you know, I, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. That's a good, that's a strong argument, especially with the, the Pixar mo- and those type of movies that are so adult themed. I mean, they, they work, they work both ways, but yeah. there's still like, there's a lot, a lot of stuff for adults, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of story, which kids don't always have the patience for. Like, you know, I didn't remember thinking, well, how did, you know, how did the army just show up all of a sudden? Or, you know, or how, where did he get a parachute right. from? You know, how did he just <laughs> pull that out of his ass? You're yeah. just like, no, he has a parachute. Isn't that cool? That's great. Well, no, they, that was also mentioned that they're going to parachute him behind em- enemy true. lines. You got me there. Yep. That's, that was set up. This, <laughs> you, you have missed the intellectual nuances of this movie. Okay, <laughs> there, well, there's so much deliberate When we're finished here, I'm going to watch it all over and give it a fair shake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, this is a movie you have to watch twice. It's a little too deep for oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> it's new, nuanced, you know, and be like, oh, yeah, that does come up later. Oh yeah, that does come up later. Uh, uh-huh. You know what though? That the acronym is lame. The Saint Number mm-hmm. Five, Strategic Artificially Intelligent Nuclear Transport. It's weak. Yeah, mm-hmm. the whole nuclear thing shouldn't it's even exist. Not the as good as it's not as good as Daryl. Right. <laughs> God damn it! I don't think I remember the movie Daryl. I remember liking it. You should, because it's fantastic. Colin's going to pick it. 
It's basically this. It's a kid, though, right? <laughs> but there's more yes. consequences. Yeah. Super intelligent. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah, the stakes are a bit higher. It's a kid. Yeah, it's a kid who's like also turns out to be like alive, basically. Yeah. Yeah, the, the stakes aren't that big, even though we, you know, oh, somebody's going to lose their job or there's, there's going to be havoc all over. But it's not like, yeah, the Manhattan Project or something where, mm-hmm. or, or Daryl, you know, like, or something, or War Games, you know. War Games, yeah. Also by John Badham. John Badham. Director. Yeah, like, why why Steve Gutenberg? Why not let someone like Matthew Broderick? Right. Uh, I wish I could remember who the original cast was. Because, yeah, somewhere it says they they ended up with Ali Sheedy and, and Gutenberg, but the... Uh, yeah, that was Austin Pendleton talking about it, but I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't say exactly who they cast. It was just that he was... They had to rethink it. Mm-hmm. But I would love to know what 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 the differences were. I mean, there's there's certainly some deleted scenes that might shed some light on it. Like, the, you know, oh, did that annoy you? Yes, absolutely, mm. it did. <laughs> I oh, knew yeah, it would. I was watching almost the, as much the as pre- the end the, music, which was so. yeah, the music was was horrible, especially at the beginning. It was it got better or less noticeable as the movie went on. But my God, at the beginning of the movie, I was like, oh, this music is horrible but then watching the credits and seeing scenes that weren't in the rest of the movie i'm like did i somehow get some movie that was cut like who would cut any scenes from this movie like what yeah. would they possibly cut and then i discovered by looking it up that nope those scenes in the credits just were not were cut from the movie originally but left somehow in the credits which <laughs> is annoying yeah there was a little white robot that was around the 80s? I guess it was Omnibot 2000, which I don't remember. But you know what I'm talking I about? There's a little that thing. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing it. I've obviously never had one, but no, me neither. And that's why I hate my parents. <laughs> and actually, the Omnibot <laughs> looked like Eva Wally. from. No, it looked like Eva. Short Circuit was was Wally, and the little Omnibot was was round and white. Yeah, it looked just like Eva. Or eight. Eva? Eva. Whatever. Eve. 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 <laughs> uh, oh, and the new Omnibot looks more like uh, Wally. Oh, yeah, really? the old, okay. old one looks more like. Yeah. Yeah. Worrying. And then, yeah, there was, he was in a junkyard and there was. He was hanging from something. In one of the deleted well, that scenes? was supposed to be right off the bridge. I think when he jumps off the bridge, he jumps into a, a junkyard. Oh, and they cut that, and then they re, they probably reshot the parachute landing on the truck. That's what it seems like. <laughs> that would make sense, because it, it was a bit of a jump. Like, whoa, how'd you get way over there from the, from the bridge? Yes. All right. Yeah, we could nitpick nitpick all day on this movie, but that's what we do. The, yeah, but it, <laughs> it's 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 just like easy pickings. It's like it's not even, you know. I'd rather talk about like what. Well, honestly, I'd rather talk about what we're gonna do next. But I, are, we, are we done? <laughs> Did we talk about uh, sequels and stuff? Oh, the sequels sucked. And then they were gonna make a third one that got buried and then buried again. Well, the sequel sucked, except. <laughs> For Los Locos, kick <laughs> Los your ass. Locos. Los Locos, kick your face. Los Locos, kick your balls into outer space. That's awesome. It's genius. <laughs> oh, the other thing this movie reminded me of, which which you're not allowed to pick, is uh, Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> yeah. Not allowed to pick. But he did he did it much better. Right? You know, the imitating the TV and the commercials and that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, all I can wait, remember. Wait, no, not. I thought it was. I thought it was explorers that I'm not allowed to pick. Not flight of. The oh wait, no, you're yeah, right. No, you right. can pick flight of the Navigator. You're right, explorers. <laughs> flight of the Navigator. And you also can't pick Mac so, and me. And you can't pick. <laughs> can't pick Mac I don't and know. me. Why would Dude, anyone pick Mac and me? I don't know. Why would but you it, pick explorers? Explorers is a year early before this movie. You know, so it's weird that they did that. I mean, I, I guess they would. It makes sense to do it a little bit, but. Oh boy, hated that. 
So also, not only did John Badham direct War Games, but he also directed Stakeout, which is a double up for us. Yes. Yes, that's a good point. I've I've jumped right past double ups. Is that that the end of the list? (laughs) Um, uh, I don't know. Is it? Let's see. G.W. Bailey, I don't think he's... We haven't picked any of his movies. Gutenberg, no way. We haven't done Fletch. So oh, nothing there. The old yep. lady in the in the yard is the is in Fletch. Nice. Never would have got that. Because uh, you've never watched Fletch a hundred times. I just watched it recently. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, and I was like, well, I know we're gonna pick this, but I couldn't resist it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta see this. <laughs> I don't want to jump the gun here because I know we are gonna pick it, but yeah, holds up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> about your tell my car hit a water buffalo. <laughs> it's genius. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. do you think if if this if Johnny Five had delivered some of his lines more straight, that it would have been actually better for some of the jokes? I was wondering that. Like he was always so. I mean, I like the stuff where he's. He's just riffing on <laughs> jerk, you know. That all he just starts saying synonyms for things. Mm-hmm. But like some of it's he, like he's just too he's too enthusiastic about everything. Like he should be. I don't know. I'm again. What I'm, I'm trying to reinvent the wheel here. The wheel of criticism. The wheel of. Well, humor. I'm trying to figure out which, why some of it I thought was funny and some of it was. It like, would be eh. an int- it would be an interesting experiment. We've discussed something similar in the past about if someone were to take Short Circus and just recast Johnny Five and just re-record those lines and cut it in. How would you know? Like, what would the effect be? It'd be an interesting experiment. Mm-hmm. Totally doable. Yeah. And Tim Blaney. Is yeah, puppeteer and all sorts of things, including like the Muppet movie and stuff. But uh, it was interesting that he was the voice of the dog, the pug guy in Men in Black. Oh, yeah, Frank, Frank the pug. Sure, sure, I remember him because hmm. yeah, he sounds, I mean, a little adjusted. That's like a, a gruff New York accent, yeah, not, not like Johnny Five at all, not at all. Fuckers got range. <laughs> oh, uh, Duke is a double up. Duke, the boyfriend. Oh, well, I didn't know his name. Yeah, Wait, I was gonna say he Brian looks familiar. Mac- 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 McNamara is that his name? Oh no, that wasn't. No, this. Uh, did I? Uh, no. Oh wait, no, that was Frank. Was the boyfriend? Duke was. Frank was Duke. Was Marvin McIntyre? Who's that? Oh, he was uh, it the guy in the truck that was talking about Mount St. Helens. The tall guy. Oh, he, he looked familiar. What, what was he in? He was in. Um, what was it? Twins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. He had well the role of McKinley's man. Whatever that is. Anyway, that's just that's just our uh, interns going crazy. Going nice work, interns. Yeah. yeah. Give them a give them a nice chocolate, like a you know, a Toblerone or some something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like Toblerone. I, I couldn't think of it. <laughs> All right, what are we doing next? I know it's not my pick. This uh, time. Is it my pick? <laughs> I believe so. Holy effing. Um, all right. So I'm going to stay in the 80s. But I am going to go with an inarguable cult classic. Cool. I don't know how else to hint without giving it all away. <clears throat> okay, well, let's, let's just see. What are the ultimate cult classics from the 80s? Can you give us like a... A wheel like cult classic in the world of comedy or or 
adventure? Um, It's it's comedy, but I think it's also satire. Hmm. Um. Is it musical? No, no, no. Okay. Um. Man, I can't. I can't even give you like a a genre because it's like a specific genre. Um. Uh, how about this? It's so like you're, um, you're not going Breakfast Club. No, but that's not far off the genre. Or and the, that would be a, a better Ali Sheedy performance. So is it a teen? Yes. Teen, uh, a classic eighties. Yes. yes. Cult teen yes. movie. Yes. Without any horror elements. Mm, correct. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I guess. No, that is accurate. There's nothing. Uh, some horrific things happen, but there's nothing horror movie about it. Yeah. So it's not Gremlins. So it's not. It, it's more dark right. comedy. Dark hmm. comedy. Hmm. Like Heather's. Yes. Hmm. Is that exactly it? like? Heather's. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess. It is indeed Heather's. I, I think I know someone who wanted to wanted to be involved if we did Heather's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you did. Uh, I'll have to check things out. Check it, but yeah, mm. that's a pretty good guess on my yeah, part. Yeah, that's a great guess. Pretty good guess. <laughs> Not bad. That's got to be top five guesses of all our reviews. <laughs> pretty hard to give hints for that. And top number one yeah. review, I think. Well, this has been our best review. I don't, Heather's might live up to it, but this has clearly been our, our best review. Yeah, easily. Yes. Mm. Hands down. Without a doubt. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> it was alive. Oh, boy. Nun soup. <laughs> Los locos, kitchen. you? <laughs> I haven't had that in my head forever. Also, if it wasn't abundantly clear, that little... That little limerick is from Short Circuit 2. Right. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. So seek it out, I, good listeners. <laughs> I do like that. I am thinking she is a virgin, or at least she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good line. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it's fun. <laughs> Just turn off your brain and watch it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Yep. All right, that's enough movie. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Please join us next time for Heather's. Thanks for listening. Oh, and if you'd like to send us an email. Mm, please do. It is thefilmwiththreebrains at gmail.com. <laughs> Yes, please double space and use proper punctuation. No. You can write it however the hell you want. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. See you. That's the fun with your brains. Again, I am shrugging.